this I, I didn't choose what? to grow this. Prison numpad and nothing's happening. Why are you playing it? <laughs> 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 no! Hello there, good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to this godforsaken podcast, live gaming gathering, where we talk about video games, sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. And before I continue, it's fucking hot. I wanna die. It's miserable. It's terrible. You know what? You continue with the intro, I'm gonna get some ice cream. I can only imagine like how how bad it is over there in the UK and shit. Cause I mean it's pretty it's pretty gnarly here in the US, especially in like the southeast, where uh, you know I go out to work and I, I temperature check the concrete that I have to lay on in order to do my job, and it's like 130 degrees, and I that's that's cooking temperature almost. I can't it's, it's so I can't imagine how like bad it is out there for 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 somebody who's not like used to this major heat wave and you know not having air conditioners and 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 things that we have here and it's still brutal so you know uh so i picked up ice cream this one's smashed nice. this one's smashed oh 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 so it's kind of now it's it's kind of falling apart yeah so it's still edible That's also if there's a fan if someone in the back like someone's listening to the podcast and they listen like a fan in the background they'll hear a fan i'm sorry but in, it needs to be there. It needs to be there. Otherwise, it has to be there for the sake of my life. Yeah. Otherwise, me and Matteo are gonna die from fucking overheating. God, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how brutal oh, it is over there. Because I mean, it's it's brutal here, but I have air conditioning. See, we're Europeans. We don't do that here. Oh yeah. I mean, you know. But here's the thing: we never really had problems like that before. No, this isn't. This is kind of like unprecedented. It's crazy, like, and it's it. It just drives me nuts when I hear people like, "Oh, well, this is normal." I'm like, no, the fuck, it's not. What are you doing? So anyway, welcome to live in gathering. I'll eat ice cream. I'm so unprofessional. You know what? This this type of episode, <laughs> I just don't care anymore. <laughs> this that. is the zero. This is the zero craps given episode. Yeah. So anyway, um, wait, let's be professional for a second. You you can. Find the time codes. If you don't want to listen to the whole bit, just find the time codes in the description and listen to anything you want. It's, you know, you have to listen to the whole thing. Just find the topic you like and listen to it. And that's it. So, yeah. So that's a good thing. Uh, we do have a patron. Oh, wait. Bef- Actually, mm, last episode, I was reading emails that people sent us. Uh, I'll leave it for the next time so people can send more. Uh, if you want to send us an email... Uh, Again, I am so unprofessional. Let me see what's the email because I do leave it in the description. Uh, we were so ready for this. Oh and yeah, then just I, 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 uh huh. I, livegamegathering at gmail.com. So if you want to send us questions, feedback, insults, tell us how unprofessional we are. So that's the email. Livegamegathering uh, I mean, at yeah. gmail.com. So, like anybody's ever gonna be afraid to be like, you guys suck. Oh, like, we know, we know, we, we know. We've we've known. Also, I kind of like, like I said, beyond caring at this point. <laughs> it's just that bad. I mean, I I don't I don't see it, my dude. I mean, it's, it's like I can't. I could not imagine being in my house right now with no air conditioning and how shitty that would be. I would probably be losing my mind right now, sitting here in this vocal booth, and I'd probably be sweating to death. Mm-hmm. Also, <coughs> if you do care about our nonsense. 
to check out our patron. I need to stop. Oh, I lost a piece of chocolate. Fuck. Hey. Anyway, do check out our Patreon, because we do have some good stuff on, on there. Let me be professional here for a second. We do have a Patreon. We have some good stuff on Patreon. Uh, last time we talked about how we could fix Battlefield Timeline, the story bits and all, all that kind of stuff. So, that was a good episode. Uh, it's pretty, it's doing pretty well on the Patreon. Um, we, we have other stuff that we discussed, and also behind the scenes, all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, I, you should check it out, get some extra episodes. It's really interesting. I personally think we do amazing stuff on Patreon. That's my personal opinion. But we do get subscribers, so that's great. Hey, that's just good stuff. Yeah, yeah, always good stuff. And you know, thanks to everybody, buddy, and everybody who's who's pitching in and you know checking out the Patreon content. We're we're, we're happy. We're happy to have you guys on board for all that fun stuff. We certainly enjoy doing it. That wasn't me trying to make that actually sound sarcastic or anything. It it's did just, sound sarcastic. It's a miserable a day today for both of us, so mm, it's kind of yeah. But we're talking about good things for once to a to sort of. I mean, you know, there's okay. So yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about straight to Starfield? <laughs> no, I don't want to jump straight into Starfield. Um, what I do want to do is is um, we kind of do need to touch on the SAG after strike. So if anybody who's not paying attention, um. The strike on video games hasn't started yet as of this recording. What happened is is the union... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You, have, you, do, you, have, you have to give you a bit of context what you're talking about because people might... Like yeah, it. so what's going on is is, is SAG-AFTRA is now threatening in order to include the video game industry in their strike. Uh, basically what that would mean is... Uh, excuse me. Um, the same thing that would be going on with, with television and stuff right now. It's, it's SAG-AFTRA... Um, Union voice actors would not be able to, oh, uh, would not be able in order to work with AAA video game studios. And um, for those that don't know, quite a lot of gigs are um, are SAG after credited gigs. Uh, for instance, Starfield that just came out. Um, I have a couple of friends of mine who actually, you know, got their final union credit now, um, and I'm very proud of them for for achieving this. They they got their final union credit for doing work on Starfield. So um, it's kind of surreal in order to be playing the game, and you know run into friends of mine uh it, it, but you know one day when one day i'll be uh somebody will be saying that about me hopefully maybe i don't know well you did feature uh, in the, but that being, you did feature in the hunt showdown trailer yeah i am i'm actually in the hunt so uh the it's a teaser trailer for and i'm i a full trailer i don't not say yet. anymore uh, not yet uh not that i'm aware of i've kind of been loosely keeping an eye out on it every so many days but no just there's a teaser for it right now and uh that i'm in um but you know, I'll get there eventually. But that being said, uh, what's going on is is they're they're threatening to strike against the video game industry. So uh, there's a lot of people that are confused right now, thinking that uh, SAG-AFTRA is already on strike against the video game union, um, and they are not. As of this recording, what happened is is they put a vote out to authorize a strike if Miss Dresser decides in order to do so. So um, they're basically asking if the option is on the table amongst the union members, and uh, I think the vote is concluding uh, today, I think, actually. Um, oh, good maybe, timing. Possibly, I'm not 100% sure. Good timing. Yeah, almost good timing. So probably by the time this might get around or get out a bit, I mean, it might be a little bit outdated, and possibly, you know, uh, the, the strike vote may pass. I'm pretty sure it will, um, because there's a lot of issues in the video game industry as far as, you know, how actors are paid and everything goes. Um, because I've said it multiple times. Uh, we don't we don't see residuals from the game sales ever. It's it's never a part of our contract, and um, 
you it, you very seldom see it in um, streaming and everything too. So that's part of the reason for you know there being a strike. It's it's not just not getting paid enough for doing the work in the first place in some cases because to do this it is it is a bit of an investment. I mean you 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 take training, you invest in equipment, uh, you invest you know you you pay your electric bill and you know, there's there's software that you pay for in order to be able to do this gig. So it takes a little bit of an investment and to not be able to at least you know for those who are certainly good at it and are pulling the work that should be able to make a living off of this it i know it's not easy for them in order to make a living doing this um and that's sad that sucks uh it, it's it's a cold it's a stone cold fact that hollywood actors are not uh, there is not that many super uber crazy wealthy rich actors out there a lot of your television actors and you know the people that you see more of they're 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 a lot of them are just barely scraping by. I mean, there's there there's cast members of Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Strange New Worlds who are still working a day job while being in those shows and that's wild in order to think about. I mean, I know people who who are well off doing well good well in like the video game industry and podcasting and audiobooks and stuff and they're still you know, having to hold down a part-time job here and there just to make sure that the income is 100% secure because the, the long-term pay is not... That's fucked it's up, not though. Where That's it needs so to fucked be. up. And the worst part about it is is it's not like these <clears throat> industries don't make money. The gaming industry exactly. alone is, is a fucking cash cow. It's a money printer. And to look in the, and to finally see the numbers of the, the, the profits that these companies have made and how little they're actually paying. Like, it's like it with every industry right now. Every industry right now is, is see, it, this is all finally, like, actually, you know, things we know are finally coming to light. There's a handful of people in a company who make all of the goddamn money and the people who actually, you know, make the money for the company don't get paid shit. This is this this is like starting to get laid bare. It's not like it's a propaganda thing or it's an opinion. It's it's a stone cold fact. Um, and not that I want to get into like an economics discussion or anything like that, but I mean it's true. It's sad when there's people who 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 are in top rated shows and they're barely etching a living. It's like by God, why? How is this a thing? How 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 could you know an industry that makes all of this money? That we know makes all of this money. We know it. They brag about it, for God's sakes. To 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 know that. Okay, let's. You know, Denise Crosby is making like two dollars a month on her Star Trek re, on her Star Trek residuals from the Next Generation. That's absurd. I'm that's sorry. Crazy. What? Two bucks. Two two dollars a month is what she's getting fucking paid from Paramount Plus so, in residuals for the a month. two seasons that she's in Star Trek: The Next Generation. That's fucking wild. A month. A month. Well, so she can. She posts a check on her goddamn Twitter. I'll be a horrible person. She should subscribe to our Patreon for two bucks, the t- lowest tier. <laughs> so garbage. What the fuck? <coughs> it's it's and that that's the but that's the beautiful thing about this strike. It's it's bringing a lot of that to light because like even Brian Cranston has made the comment that his the amount of his money that he's getting paid residuals for fucking Breaking Bad is like in the hundreds of dollars a month, and that's it. Really. That's it's absurd. Yeah, I think it's like that. I'm not 100% sure whether it was him or the guy who plays Jesse, but I know one of them, I think one of them posted their residual checks for the show itself, and it was only like fuck four or five hundred dollars for the month, and that was it. That's fucked up. That's absurd. And, and for, and I understand that Hollywood is it, it, it's a town of subterfuge, and it's a lot of misleading, and there's a lot of this glitz and glam and all this other shit, but. 
like I'm finding out now the more that I dig and I dig into everything and and now more that people are opening up and talking about a lot of it, it you're, we're, we're, it's a, it's it's it, it's a big farce is what it is um a lot of like the 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 dresses and shit that you know they they'll wear they don't own that shit they don't the their clothing that they wear to like red carpet events and shit they rent that shit they don't own it it's crazy, crazy to find out that, that, that like the big, big time Hollywood lifestyle that everybody is led to believe is what it, is what a successful acting career and shit leads to is a fucking lie. So I, f- I found this graph um, online, and it says how much percentage uh, these companies need to give to meet the strikes dem- strikers' demands. So apparently, <laughs> Disney Plus, for example, need. 0.091% of revenue to stop the strikes. Not even a t- it's not even one ten thousandth yeah. of a percent. Uh, okay. That's to, to put that in perspective. Netflix needs to give 0.214%. It's not it's not even a percentage. It's not even full percentage points that these motherfuckers are Warner losing. Bros. They're fighting Z- hard over this. Warner Bros. 0.1. Really? <laughs> Paramount 1.4 Really? Paramount is the only one that would take that that would take the hugest loss apparently at 1%. But that's probably But it's not even a Everybody got to remember this is percentages of revenues, okay? So Paramount Plus isn't making a fuck ton of money. There's a reason why Netflix's and Hulu's numbers are slightly lower is because that how much money they make. So again, this is a percentage thing. So the the lower the percentage that they'd have to give up tells you just how much more these companies are making. Now Im- it's baffling. Okay, so now imagine video games. They actually strike in in that in the video game in the video game. The, the percentages, too. I guarantee you, would be in the hundredth hundredth of thousandth of a percent. It would be like point zero zero one percent of their fucking gross profit revenue. Probably, in order yeah. to actually give fucking actors residuals but and and pay them a little bit more. Just watch, but all these publishers, they, they will still say no, just because fuck you. Yeah, because fuck you, I got mine. Good, get yours, yeah. and you know that's exactly what everybody's trying to do is get theirs. Yeah, indie developers probably will try to like meet those demands because you know. And that's the best part. There already are indie developers that are and flat. And there are the indie developers that the day the announcement came out that the strike vote was going, they stood up and they said, "Yeah, we're we're totally supporting that. We're we're on board with it. Whatever you guys want." Yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know a couple did, and you know they got their you know they got their their their. Their, their time in the spotlight for a couple seconds because of it but yeah it's it's absurd i i didn't i know friends that have told and this is this is a big reason why when if anybody would ever want to get started into doing this and i know there's probably a handful of people out there that are asking like wow dude like if that's that's how low the pay is you know why did why would you want to do something like that and the answer is is i i'm not in it for the money i because i when i got into this i knew there wasn't you know i wasn't going to get rich off of it i knew I accepted that fact day one. Um, I look at it this way. Whatever I get paid for doing this and doing my voice acting, it's icing on the cake. I'm in it for, you know, the entertainment value, and I, I enjoy entertaining people. I enjoy doing this stuff. So that's what keeps me going. It's not the paychecks. And I think that's what it is for a lot of people who are striking right now. It's it's like it's they they only care really about money so that they can keep their bills paid and keep lights on. And, you know, they're not looking to get rich. I've I've looked at how much extra the actors and everything are demanding for. It's not a lavish lifestyle they want. It's 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 a regular lifestyle. 
to be able to afford a house and to live in it and, you know, cover your bills and, you know, have a little bit of fun with your life. That's that's all it's being asked here. You know, where I'm not I don't want a goddamn yacht and like 50 houses to worry about. That sounds like a fucking headache to me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like and that's that's what everybody needs to understand. It's like it's not about greed. That's not why SAG after is striking. SAG after is striking because they're tired of seeing their people struggle in order to make a living. The, the the starving artist thing it's it's real it's for fucking real and it's not right. Yeah, uh, I love strikes. I love greedy corporations. My I love thing. seeing them. There, I love seeing their comeuppance. I hope I've seen how much money they've hemorrhaged now already as a result, and I hope it hurt. I can, I hope it, they've already surpassed what they would have lost if they would have just said yes. Yep, yep. As far as losses go, yep. and it's only been a month. And uh, the strikes? Oh yeah, uh, the no, two, three months at least, three months. Yeah, I think. That's, that's more, since, more. since the actual film and t- yeah, you're it's right. Going, okay, going, yeah, three months, three four months minimum. And we've already hit that mark. <clears throat> yeah. So imagine like if this thing drags out till say December, which probably will actually at this rate. Well, I have an odd feeling it will because the- they're they're being stubborn about it. They're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna eat their face in or they're they're gonna eat their nose to spite their face. Seriously, I really want. I actually do want to see how would that affect video games because the big ones will be definitely affected by that. Well, what would happen is is everything that's already done, well, yeah, has been yeah. recorded, would be safe. Yeah. That's why Starfield is like safe, and a bunch of other games that are getting ready to come out, they're they're all one hundred percent completely safe. So what would happen is, is anything that's currently in development or anything that's currently being worked on, the second that strike is announced, would just stop yeah. unless the union gave it authorization. And the, the production company has to ask the union for that. So do the actors as well. So, I mean, and there's already been for forgivenesses on projects that, that are in film and TV. Like there's a couple of movies that are allowed to continue shooting, be, you know, because the union has given them, given the production their blessing and, you know, everything else or it's. It's it's very subjective, so it does. It's not always the same across the board, but most projects would probably just come to a stop, for the most part. Um, and then that would be it. Uh, there there wouldn't be any more video game development. It would pretty much they you know development could still continue. They could still work on the game. Don't get me wrong, but when it comes to you know if it, it comes to voicing the characters or anything like that, they're they're going to have one or two ways in order to go about it. They're going to have to attempt in order to finish it out with janky ass AI software. Or they're going to have to sit on the project and send everybody home. Which will cause more damage. Yeah, I just realized the next Balfour could be in fucking trouble. (laughs) Potentially, yeah. yeah. If if the recording isn't already done. Yeah, so if if the vote is ending today, I'm curious when the result's going to be announced. DLCs for games that just came out could potentially be in jeopardy. Uh, yeah, again, uh, a game that I'm going to talk about a lot here in a minute, Starfield. <laughs> any DLCs that are potentially not done for that, they're they're going to be in jeopardy. Uh, any any new game that's come out recently, you know, um, potential for DLCs or extra content is going to be in jeopardy. Okay, wait. I'm going through our notes right now. I'm just looking at EA's plan for expen- exponential growth. I'm uh, going through this article quickly. Uh, nothing interesting. Um, <coughs> they, they're their continual plans for war domination. Chug on ever, uh, ever. You know what? EA is not as bad as Activision, though. That's the thing. I mean, that mm, which is not as bad as Scopely. <laughs> yeah, we, you want to talk about Scopely? 
Oh, man. So how do we celebrate Star Trek month? How do we celebrate Star Trek month? Put out $400 in packs. Yeah. <laughs> and give everybody the stupidest gift I have ever... Like, I'm seriously quitting that game. At, like either sometime very soon. Like I don't even give a fuck anymore. Why not do it because now? I've already pre-ordered Infinite. I don't care. It's already in my library. And as soon as that shit comes out, I'm all over that. Like fucking meat on brown, baby. I I'm fucking done with Fleet Commander. Okay, I can't find anything interesting about that EA investors call or whatever that happened. Whatever it probably was. wasn't anything interesting. Yeah, just we fucking it, squeeze it this just much like, yeah, this, out. This is what we're trying to do. We'll try to grow these franchises and everything. I'm like, I don't care. Um, E3 is dead. Officially. Oh, well, that was, you know... But, not now, that, but now it's official. Now they've now it's officially set, sat up out of its fucking coffin of three years and went, I'm dead, and, and we all went, well, fuck, we know what it... Yeah, we be- already know. Because apparently organizer exits the whole thing and location is abandoned. Well, that doesn't surprise me. So, now yeah. the... You know, that sucks. I But you know what that does, though? It, it opens up for potentially smaller, more local uh, conventions. Okay, no. Like that in order to happen, not just this one big goddamn obscene gathering, because, like, I've always seen E3 from the outside and been like, I don't ever want to go to that shit. Uh, okay, so th- it says in the article that nothing's happening for 24, but they're planning to return it somehow for 25. Uh, reinvention, if you may. That's the word that's being used. Yeah, you want to know what's going to happen? What's up? They'll release it on Meta. Ha. <laughs> Virtual, right? So you can go, yeah, booyah, it's cheaper, baby. Yeah, it's probably... Don't think they won't do it. They'll do it. Yeah, they'll do something virtual and, like... <sighs> I d- okay. <laughs> so let's say it, you're you're the lead of E3, right? How will you bring it back to compete? I wouldn't. I'd just let it die. It's it's a it's a dead concept. It's but do you don't look, think the concept can be improved though? I don't think so. For the sheer scale of it and what it is and what the publishers only really use it for anymore, digital marketing has completely fucking taken that shit now. 10 15 years ago when things, you know, when the internet wasn't as, you know, instilled of a promotional platform. And I know that sounds crazy in order to say that, what, 15 years ago it wasn't? Bullshit, it wasn't. No, I mean, it was. It was pretty well ingrained, but not to the level that it is nowadays where there's there's virtual conferences and shit. Yeah, virtual conference? Back in fucking 2007? Are you kidding me? That was that was unheard of. It was, it, was a, it was a thing that was seen in movies for, like, the fucking military. That was it. So now... You know, you you can go to a conference and and have the exact you can see all of the exact same shit from the comfort of your house, and you can mute it and walk away and not have to wait five minutes in a bathroom line to go take a piss and and you do what you want. So that appeal alone to people like me is like, okay, this is why I honestly think that they're gonna go virtual from here on out because. Meta's had already said that they're going to get heavily involved with things like this. They've already said that they want to be like the nerve center of the virtual get together. So you do know they kind of abandoning that. Together. They kind of abandoning it now. You know that, right? What Meta? Yeah. Oh, that's because not everybody's throwing money at it like they fucking think it will. But I mean, they'll they'll figure either it'll be Meta or it'll be YouTube or it'll be Twitch or or it'll be Kick. They they will do it digitally. I'm I'm serious. They because it'll be cheaper to just fucking rent a sound rent a sound stage. Okay, for like 24 hours, green screen the shit out of it and just, you know, 
<coughs> let the publishers do what they want there. I do wonder if they could. Do, <laughs> Excuse me. I do wonder if they could do like uh, actually go back to its roots. Literally, just be <laughs> for the shareholders and so on. You know, or and if anyone wants to go, like be at the is like early access, and then the virtual thing starts like a week later or some shit. Pressing, pu- pressing shareholders. Yeah. Yeah, it could could be that. You know, they they yeah. Which they'll probably go virtually if if they actually trying to bring it back, and they'll have I some sort say... of early access for the attendees. Okay, well, well, here's what I would say. Press and shareholders, potentially physical attendance, because then you don't have to rent as big of a venue to get away with it, because the the, the first thing they're going to do is figure out how to cost-cut E3. And the venue is the biggest cost. I, I don't care who you are. It, it is. Think about it. I mean, and E3 doesn't own that building. They rent that shit out from the city of L.A. Um, so that's a cost right there. Does so if they could be in L.A., that, does it have to be in LA? Yeah. I mean, that's where all of the United, that's where the biggest majority of the US publishers and everything are, baby. That's like the fucking that's the nerve center of like gaming in Silicon Valley out there, my dude. So, they're going to put it there. They're not going to like move that and they might I mean if they soundstage it, they I mean they could easily get away with just doing an aerial shot of any building in LA and they could just be in bumfuck Egypt or bumfuck fucking Missouri recording it. Nobody's going to know, but still that the first thing they're going to do is they're going to reduce the size of the venue. And they're going to reduce the number of people that they're going to allow in and out because that's going to reduce their liability and it's going to make the event cheaper for them in order to run. Mm, okay, yeah. They'll run press, they'll do shareholders, they'll let the press come through, get hands-on, just like it was, like you said, get back to its roots because it's originally all E3 was, is it was special attendance and press. It was not the general public. Um, they could easily go back to that. And then virtual attendance... Uh, you know, if somebody wants to fly a drone around in there in order to capture footage and just do a stream of it 24-7, whatever. <laughs> Imagine just a drone flies around the building and just films everything. Or just that, or there's somebody with a camera crew wandering around handling the stream, or, you know, you get you get the big content creators in order to wander around E3 and be fucking nuisances. I mean, it's there's there's potential there that they could do with it in order to have... An engaging online deal for the for any audience who would want to sit through such a thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so it's, it's not impossible. Yeah. They'll do it. I'm I'm sure that's the route they're going to go. I, I almost bet on it. Um, okay, that's E3. You want to talk about the Activision AI voice moderation? Do you do do you even know what it, what that what does what's that all about? The moderation. Yeah. So basically, uh, starting this year with a new game. I think it's already an effect in North America for the Warzone and Modern Warfare 2. Uh, basically, what they're going to do is they're going to use AI to moderate voice chat. So if anyone's been a racist piece of shit in a video game, AI will detect uh... that and will ban them. That's what Activision's trying to do. So they're trying to create, like, you know, a safe, in, you know, <laughs> in quotation, safe environment for people to enjoy without someone shouting Trigger slur. Trigger warning for those who don't like those words. Yeah, for the people that want to hear slurs or someone's being racist or whatever for the whole match just because you're yeah, a female or some shit, you know? Which yeah, and I get it. I get it. I, fuck I, those. I, I, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. I, I kind of support that, actually, because fuck them, yeah. Like, like yeah, I, fuck it. If you want to be toxic online, like, it it, it, it it, needs to be said, like, there's, like, the toxicity online has gotten so out of hand, mm-hmm. and you know what? I'm glad 
to see companies start doing something about it. And this isn't even being me being sitting here like, oh, you're a fucking social justice warrior. I'm like, no, like that's not even it. Like, there's there are lines that everybody has that people should not cross, and people people habitually cross them on the internet and don't give a flying fuck because there's very seldom any repercussions for shit like that. And you know. Not that I want to stand on a societal soapbox, but we wonder why shit's as bad as it is the way it is with people acting in fucking real life. It's because they're, you know, getting used to this sort of behavior online. There's no repercussions. They're not getting punched in the face or banned or anything like that. So I I look at this as a figurative punch in the face that they've been fucking needing. Because, man, I could sit here going for hours about it. I mean, my wife streams. You know know about this. And, I mean, I've sat and listened to some heinous shit come out of motherfuckers' mouths. For no reason I mean, whatsoever. I mean, at my wife, and it's bullshit that you know they do nothing about it. I mean, I get the memes about oh, people will not survive Call of Duty uh, lobbies these days, like you know, two thousand nine. You know, you know, you join a server, you wreck someone's asses, and he he starts to you know insult your ass and tells you that he fucked your mother and so on. Yeah, every, fucking human. Yeah. yeah, and God forbid you're a female, and suddenly you're being either. Uh, hit on or called uh, go back to the kitchen <laughs> this stuff like, like yeah some misogynistic shit yeah, so you, you your get your sex sex, sex is shit yeah it's like I get the memes sometimes they're really funny but at this point I fully agree with Activision fuck those guys just fucking ban them if AI can help us detect racist fuckers more than happy to ban. fuck yeah let's so do I, it. I, so, yeah. so I hope AI actually works fine you know People will try to break the system just to see how much they can do, uh, obviously, because people... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People will love to see how, how much it actually works. But people, some people were saying, like, oh, it's like, oh, they're going to record our microphones all the time. What happens if they're going to be recording when you're on Discord and so on? What, is that to justify a ban? You know, if you never t- talk, you never use the voice chat, but... I don't think they will though, because that that's that's why you're entering that you know people were bitching about uh, what's it called um, freedom of speech or whatever. First Amendment, yeah, right. First Amendment rights or whatever. Yeah, here's here's where I'm going to put the stop to that. Actually, read the fucking First Amendment, people. It's the First Amendment pertains to the government, not a private entity. If a company wants to ban you from their service for some shit that comes out of your mouth. They are well within their rights in order to do that because they themselves have First Amendment rights. But again, it's it's the First Amendment applies to the government. It does not apply to to the average to, to a corporation at all. Period. Um, so you've already lost on that ground if you really want to try and pull that shit. There needs to be repercussions for some of the shit that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, you have the freedom to say whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want. You're more than free to have that. Um, you are not, however, free from the repercussions of the shit that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, free, freedom of speech doesn't mean free of consequences. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no freedom from consequences, people. That's that's not in the First Amendment. It's it's not the the, the First Amendment. Uh, you know, freedom of consequences from 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 your freedom from your freedom of speech. You you are allowed to say what you want, but if if somebody has a problem with that, um, they can within their own rights tell you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So that argument goes out the window immediately. L- ban them. Kick them out. Yeah, so and, you know, then maybe I, I, they can band together and they can make their own little fucking universe and make their own little toxic game where they can all be together and circle jerk each other off and we could, you know, call it whatever the fuck you want. 
Have at it. Yeah. I'm more than okay with that happening. Bye. Just isolate. Go. Get fucking lost. Yeah, you want to go I, in an echo chamber of bros and chads? Have at it. I hope this AI of theirs will actually work and actually... Uh, I... Of course, I'm expecting the only thing that I would ask about this, though. This, this is what I. This would be my only, my only condition to be like I'm 100% on board with this because uh, the last 10% is this. If there's not a human being at the end of that, that flag, um, they will to determine whether they actually legitimately said something bad or the AI just had an issue. If that step check is there, then I'm perfectly fine with it. I think they said that there's gonna be a human check in at the end. If it's flagged, I I Good. think I read that. I hope that's the case because yeah, AI there, will get yeah, something it wrong. It can't be like YouTube where it's just the AI is the fucking end all be all because we all know how that shit works out and it's not very good. Yeah, for example, what, what if AI, you know, somehow interpret? I know they're supposed to be in different languages too. Uh, let's say English bot goes to like some some someone speaks Spanish, right? And they say yeah. the word. They say the word black. Oh, you said what? <laughs> Fucking banned. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, I don't want it misinterpreting something. When okay, you know, you you say a word that sounds very close to another word, and the AI picks it up and flags you on that. That's why I'm saying there needs to be a human being on that, and there needs to be a birth of what the AI sends to the human being in order to listen to. It can't just be the word itself. Because there's no context to it. Because all they're going to do is listen to it, and they're going to go, "I'm supposed to be listening for profanity, so I'm, I need, I need to find the profanity here, or I need to find the bad word." Give, give the person listening to that like a good, I don't know, forty seconds of the whole thing, so that they can, you know, hear what's going on. Because if somebody's ranting and losing their shit, forty seconds is going to be more than enough for somebody, you know, in order to get the first five seconds through it and go, "Yeah, this is clearly a, a proper flag. Hit the button, job done." But if it's you know, some a, a, a misinterpretation by the AI, like I'm saying I need to make something bigger, okay? That extra 10 seconds there before I just said the word bigger needs to be there. Because if you would, if I'm mumbling or I say something wrong and it sounds like something else and that's the only thing that the person at the end is going to hear, then I'm going to get, probably get flagged for saying a bad word, okay? Yeah. That's that's the point that I'm making. Just to make it fair and make it open and 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 not and and remove as much um, wrongful flagging as possible. Because I can see that that's going to be an issue. I already know it's going to be. The technology really is not that great. Possibly. I mean, it could be getting better by the second now. Uh, no, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> but I'm just glad they're introducing it. But uh, also, people. Yeah, like, I'm glad to see them taking steps. They, they need to. Um, also, people say like, oh, it's. Uh, I, here's the thing. People say about oh, recording Discord. Like it will record Discord. Well, one Discord already records your conversations anyway, and yeah, yeah. it has to in order to yeah, to, to have the conversation and exchange everything. Like everything you do online is stored in some way, shape, or form while you're on the internet. And um, that too. Welcome to the internet. Yeah. And also, you have to. I think people don't realize that for the vid, for AI to flag you, you need to talk in the game itself. You know, just because yeah. you talk outside the game, it should not qualify as a using voice chat so i don't think people understood that point that well from what i read yeah i have for example i, I have pre- push to speak you know because i i don't want my microphone picking up every fucking sound i do you know i don't want to <laughs> flood the server with my fucking voice chat so i don't know it's just it's a good thing so hopefully it works you know that's great um yeah 
Fortnite creative director leaving uh, Epic Games. Uh, you know what? I put that in the notes. It doesn't really matter. Honestly, so I'm just gonna leave it be. Um, Does anybody really care about Fortnite? Oh, <laughs> <coughs> 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 one of the biggest games in Wall Street. <laughs> one of the biggest ones. Uh, right. I, I said that on fucking purpose, y'all. I know. I know. That. I hate that goddamn game. You do. You should play in the no build mode though. Uh, maybe, maybe. I have other games that are taking my attention away. Uh, that are worth my attention finally. Okay, how Starfield? I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the bu I'm gonna off the bat. I'm gonna say this. I want everybody to understand. I'm still running this game on a PC that was built specifically to run Battlefield 4 on Mac settings. So I would like everybody in order to keep this in mind as I as I as I go through all of this. Um, because I'm running it on medium settings right now. It's it's not looking like it is in all the press photos and all that shit. That's for damn sure. Um, but for the life of me, I can't find any of these performance issues that everybody's bitching about. I, I really can't. I have yet to have, you know, I've yet to severely drop below 30 frames per second. It runs at 60. There are times where it'll drop down to 30. I mean, that. but, you know, whatever. It's still stable between the two fucking sets of frame rates that I don't visually see it that hardcore on my goddamn monitors. So it's, it's epic in order to go through all the reviews and see everybody bitching about the performance. And it's like... What the fuck are you building your computer with? You know, are you buying your shit off a of Wish? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I got this fucking 80k... I got this 8070 off of Wish.com for 25 bucks, bro, but it won't run Starfield in fucking 60 frames per second fucking 4K graphics on fucking widescreen, bro! You know what's funny, though? Your PC is so fucking what? old, you could actually maybe build a PC <laughs> from Wish.com. <laughs> Yeah, I my, like, there, you, you can't buy enough parts off of Wish.com in order to beat my goddamn machine now. It's fucking stupid. But it's, it's, I'm running on a 4790K and a fucking 970, okay? A 970. They're not a 1970, a 970, motherfuckers. And the shit's running fine. I don't know what are y'all bitching about. I don't get it. And, uh, you know, I, I understand why the Sony fanboys are hating on it so bad because they don't fucking get it. And, you know, that sucks. It's happened with Xbox too. Y'all got the you know you know Xbox got fucking Spider Man, or Xbox didn't get Spider Man, in their fucking what was it? Oh, the 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 Avengers game. You know, there's there's been shit that's fucking been Sony exclusives, and you know Microsoft fanboys bitch about it too. So you know, cycle of life fucking goes on. I the review bombing's got to fucking stop on both parties. It's just it's abhorrently stupid. Um, but as far as the game itself goes, I. I'm enjoying it, and but again, I didn't go in with the highest expectations. I know it is a, it is a Bethesda product, but for God's sakes, I've had way less problems with this game than I did with Fallout 4, than I did with Skyrim. I don't, I'm not running into fucking game-breaking bugs. It's crashed twice on me. Did you play and, Fallout 76? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch that if you fucking paid me. <laughs> I've seen some. I haven't played Starfield yet. Uh, I know it's on Game Pass. I'll probably check it out at one point. Uh, Mixy, for example, he there's no can Mixy played Starfield. Uh, Mixy build a IKEA type of spaceship because he's Swedish. Why not? And yeah. and also apparently there's a a bug if you bi because apparently enemy AI when they're shooting at your ship. Yeah, they shoot at the middle yeah. of it, so if you make a hole, their their fire will go pretty much through the center of you, and you'll never get damaged. Yes, yeah, that's I've, I've that's amazing. That <laughs> it's epic. 
Like you can, it's it's and it's got its Bethesda jank charm. Like I stole one of the best spacesuits early in the game just because I could simply like get my cursor space just right in between a door frame on a display case to actually interact with the mannequin and pull the fucking suit through it. So I mean, it's it's not, it is it it just works. I mean, it is a Todd Howard thing. So come on. I mean, it's it. If you expect it, look. This is the thing. If you if you're used to Bethesda jank and you're you're and you, you, you find your charms in it sometimes to have the fun out of it, you're going to have a blast with this game. I'm That's the level that I'm at. Like, I, I've, I've played these fucking Skyrim and Fallout games enough that I know the, the, the tricks to them and all that shit, and I'm having a blast with it. Um, there are people who are going to come into this, and they're going to only pluck out those things, and they're going to find it as false. And, you know, it's not saying that you're wrong. Yeah, they should have improved in some of these cases and not, you know, kept these things as, like, quote-unquote legacy features, and I'll tend to agree with you on some things. But, in a way, I think Bethesda's pretty much embraced what they are at this point, and they're just making the best with it, and that's Starfield. It's the best of what made Skyrim have its charm, the best of what made Fallout 4 have its charm. They put it together in a space sandbox... They combined the best elements of it, you know, a lot of the good questing and everything that came with, with, with Skyrim and the and the, the involved storylines and stuff, if you actually want to pay attention to them. Yes, there's a lot of talking and a lot of dialogue, but that's a narrative story for you, for God's sakes. Um, you know, it, 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 and then it takes the base building and a lot of the good stuff and the, and the, and the settler management and stuff that was, you know, kind of had it made its charm in Fallout 4. I mean, I know a lot of people didn't really like that, but it's optional. You don't have to do it um, if you don't want to. If you don't want to engage with the crafting, you don't have to. You can just buy good weapons or armor or better ships. If you don't want to build your own ship, you don't have to. You can just buy the goddamn ship or go fucking steal it. You know, there's a lot of freedom in this game, and I don't think people are, are, are seeing it for what it actually is, and they're just comparing it to, like, No Man's Sky and, and fucking Eve and, and, and or... Yeah, and, did, yeah, and you can't do that. I did get a lot... I read a lot of comparisons to Eve and No Man's Sky, but here's the... <laughs> no Man's Sky, how long... Oh, Elite, ha, too! Elite Dangerous! Oh, yeah, yeah. How long has No Man's Sky been out? <coughs> Shoot, like five over almost five years five. now. Mm, let me quickly. No, no man. At least. No man's sky. Uh, two sixteen. Holy shit! I was wrong. By. So it's not years. So it's not. It's not <laughs> fair to compare Starfield to No Man's Sky to a game that was is out for seven years now. Yeah, and has had a chance to evolve, and they've yeah. patched it and added content to it. And then the, f- the funny thing is, is it's like the people who are making that comparison and sh- saying that shit are remember are forgetting the absolute trash that No Man's Sky was when it came out. Yeah, because that game was objectively trash. They lied about it. Fucking, and I don't even remember the guy's name now. I'm, he sat in an interview and fucking lied to people. He said, "Oh, it's gonna have this shit." I mean, it didn't. I now he does have that shit, which is funny. And, and now they put it in, yeah. Well, and they welcome haven't, to fucking post beta testing. And they haven't released any DLCs. All the updates and content <laughs> stuff was it's literally free. Yeah. So they either made so much fucking money from the fir- initial release, or they're still selling copies nonstop. Which I mean, it's a potential. I, I, I you know, there's no way to know. But again, like we said earlier, we 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 all know the fucking gaming industry is a money printing machine. It always has been. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's I I'm in, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Okay, it I, it doesn't look the prettiest. Um, yeah, in some cases it you know it has its jank. I'm not gonna send. I'm not gonna, but I'm not gonna send it for it because I mean nothing that Bethesda has put out is fucking perfect except for Doom. Doom was just icing on the cake. But I can play as the Doomslayer in this if I wanted to with the right perks and shit. I'm already halfway there to doing it, and then that's the best part about it. You can approach this game damn near however you want. Um, it has that freedom. Now, uh, my personal gripes about it is, is yeah, the planets are a little bit on the barren side. But if you think about it, and you realize. You know, just how mathematically and cosmically improbable it is for a life-supporting planet like Earth is uh, to exist. You, you you look past that and you go, okay, well, you know, that, that's that makes sense that I'm only coming across one planet that's teeming with life out of, like, I don't know, 15, 20 different systems that I've already been to out of the hundreds that are out there that you can go to in this game. It makes sense. So... But if you want to do outpost building and stuff like that, you have to find one of those planets. And it's not that hard. There's not one very far away from where you start. And it's not the one that you think it is. I won't spoil that one for those that haven't played it and found out. Uh, so that being said, you know, there, the, the, the some of the shortcomings that it has, you can kind of look past. Oh, well, space is kind of dead and barren and empty, and I don't get that many encounters out there. Well, no yeah, shit. Yeah, it's no space. space. It's space. fucking huge. Space is huge. That's the point. Um, like, th- how astronomically improbable it is for a lot of celestial events in order to happen. Like, you, you to, to, to understand, like, how well thought out Starfield is in some cases, you kind of almost have to have an understanding of, like, celestial physics and everything like that. Because they even got Venus's orbit right, okay? For those who actually paid attention in science class and know what I'm talking about, they actually got Venus's orbit right and the way that it rotates. That's actually and cool. And the time difference of it. That's actually really cool. And it's a ch- it's an exploit that you can use. You can go to Venus and wait for an hour and, like, fucking a year will pass. And the rest in the rest of the system, because an, an hour on Venus is forever. It like it there there a day on Venus takes a full year for Earth. That's actually really cool that they actually include that kind of stuff, realistic yeah. like you know, time warping stuff that is in space, and you can do that in and the game. Different planets, depending on the size of them, their rotations are different. You, you know, their day to night cycles are different. So doesn't sound know, like an it's, exploit it's, if it's scientific. Exactly. Well, you're exploiting physics. You're exploiting. T- you're exploiting. Uh, I can't remember what the term of it is. It's 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 not the flow of time because you're not really fucking with the flow of time. You're mess. You're you're exploiting the differentials in orbit. It's. I think it's like maybe like um. You go to the moon, and I think a day cycle on the moon is like sixteen hours. I'm not hundred percent sure for it to make a full rotation. So that would be like saying, okay, I waited three days on on the moon. Okay. But in real astronomical units on Earth, it would be like two and a half days. Um, I'm just looking at this No Man's Sky trailer that dropped, was it two weeks ago or a week ago? Holy shit. <laughs> it's a completely different game. It's a, like it, you can tell it's No Man's Sky, but damn, it's it's in a, such a good state right now. It's insane. So it's not fair, and it's, it's not fair to compare it to Starfield. That's just... I mean, no. I understand bigger budget and so on and blah blah blah. I get it, but now there's also this big fear that I see re online where people are worried about that Bethesda is going to huck the shit out of DLCs for this. And oh for yeah, that, I'll that. sit here and say, well, I, I mean that's fine. I mean, duh. 
I mean, that duh. yeah, duh. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I don't. Yeah, charge me, charge me another sixty bucks. Okay, give me like three, if not four, more DLCs worth of stuff that would add some more content to the systems and everything that's out there, or even add new systems or or new regenerative traits or regenerative traits to the fucking um, uh, to 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 the random rendering that happens every time you land on a planet. Because it's it's randomly generated, it's procedurally generated every time you land on a planet, unless you land in the exact same spot again, in which case you'll you'll reload that chunk back up. But ex- anyway, you know, change some of the parameters for that, update it. May, you know, I'll pay t- pay ten, fifteen, twenty bucks a fucking DLC pack for that, as long as you're adding to it, add ship parts, add cosmetics, uh, you know, add <laughs> perks, add add more story content. I mean, this is a really good baseline game that they can continue to build on, and I think that's why everybody wants to make the No Man's Sky comparison because that's in a sense what Hello Games did. They put No Man's Sky out and I think what they meant to say while it was developing is is this what we this is what we want to achieve. This is not what we have now. And in retrospect if they would have, you know, changed that little tweak in the script, things would have been a lot different. So now, you know, almost a decade has passed and that game has evolved into what they wanted. Let's let that happen with Starfield. It, it's happened with Imperion, another game similar to this that I like a lot, but I haven't played in a while because I'm giving it more time in order to cook. Same thing. It was a completely different game like almost seven, eight years ago when I first picked it up. Now it's completely different, and it, they've improved it, and they've, they've added a lot more mechanics and stuff to it. I want to see that happen with Starfield. I let You know, fucking do it, Bethesda. Yeah, I know you can. You got, you got the resources. Yeah. Fucking do it. How do you feel about uh, Star Citizen? Um, mm. I'm gonna pass. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of money that game asks from its player base, man, I thought I would bitch about the prices in Fleet Commander. That game is like, hold my drink, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I, I don't ten thousand dollars for a goddamn for a ship, a fu- a fucking digital ship for a game that's not even out. Yeah, I don't know what they do in there. I understand, you know, they're very ambitious and so on, but Jesus Christ, the game has been make in the making for 12 years. H- apparently it has a six mi- 600 million budget. Uh, 1,200 developers. I don't know, fam. This is... <laughs> like, sh- sure as a lot... I, I, I can't knock the hustle, baby. I mean... I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> is this technically a live service game? Technically, I think it would. You know what would be funny? Here's what I think is going to end up happening with that game. Like that game is going to be under development for so damn long, and there's so much money tied up in it. What's going to happen is, is they're going to do like a live service model with it. Yeah, they're going to take and all the premium content is going to go to the people that have paid in early, and they're going to have day one awesome baller ass shit, and everybody else who jumps in. Welcome to free to play life, or now if you want you can buy things and ha ha ha, and it's you'll but it'll never be anything that the Kickstarters got. All that'll be locked away and gone forever, or unless you want to pay egregious amounts of money for it. But they'll give you like fifty dollar cheap, stupid, piddly ships to buy, guaranteed. It oh that oh man, I, ooh. <laughs> The monetization concepts for that game right now are making my head spin. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I'll I'll probably check out Starfield whenever I can. Is it, you know, like I'm really picky <laughs> with single player games. Um, I don't know. It, it, I mean, if you if you did, did you enjoy Skyrim? Eh, 
eh. eh, it had its moments. It had its moments. Yeah, like if you if you enjoyed Scott, if you enjoyed Skyrim and you enjoyed Fallout, you're gonna fucking enjoy Starfield in some some context. My only problem with Fallout, for example, was that uh, people are gonna kill me for this. I do not enjoy the setting of Fallout. Maybe oh the 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 environment and the world of it. Maybe maybe because I never seen like in a decent you know. Somewhat quality. I always like, I always like saw Bethesda games. Well, specifically Fallout, in that uh, old engine, clunky controls. You know, clunky graphics. So you know, looks kind of garbage, but it's okay if you look from a certain angle. I don't know. It's like something about it that never really interests me that much. But I do enjoy. Um, well, they make it a TV show. And I'm kind of curious. I know, and I can't wait. I am curious how that how they're gonna do with that. So maybe the Twisted Metal show is pretty damn good. I heard it's I've good. Seen. I'm getting ready to watch that shit. Yeah. Um. So if I mean Amazon seems to be kicking it, it seems to be knocking it out of the park with the video game shit here as of late. And then we started watching The Last of Us recently too. That's that's amazing. Hmm. I watched like the first episode of Last of Us. And, mm, it was like, it's okay, but I know everything. <laughs> Yeah, you've played the games. Fuck you. I have not. Yeah. It's like, eh, I know everything. I'm okay. I know you're gonna die. Ha ha. Yeah, uh, people that were not never played the game, I, I, I will recommend it. Like, from the, just for the first episode. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot happened. That, that, that's a lot to have happened in the first episode. But anyway, we're getting off track here. Um, but yeah, I don't... I'm adoring it. I like it. I'm giving, I give it a four out of five. It's, I, I don't give it a 5 out of 5 because it's not perfect. There are things that could be better. There are things that could be improved, and I'm sure in some ways they'll be improved with DLCs. Uh, but for what it is right now, I mean, even mods, um, I'm probably going to wind up coughing up for the Steam version at some point in time so I can have mod access later down the road. Yeah, um, I've right seen, seen a lot of mods that basically fix the game or some annoyances in the game, which is quite funny. Which is fine. It comes with having a Bethesda game. So, whatever. But I usually don't start messing around with mods until, like, well after they've stopped supporting it. Because I don't like redoing my installs because of a patch. So I'll wait. I, it's it's a good foundation game. I, I will probably definitely be playing it off and on forever. It's 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 just that good to me. I enjoy it. I, I, I it, it speaks to me in the ways that I like it for, for a game for what it is. It just touches on the, the some of the other aspects of other games that I've liked just enough in order for me in order to enjoy it, and it's not a humongous crazy ass time sink. Like it's a lot quicker for me to build a base in in Star and Starfield than what it is for me in order to build a fully functioning base in Imperion, where you know one action it's going to take me an hour or two, another one it's you know days of harvesting and grinding resources out, and you know that's that's why I it appeals to me so much more. I can build a ship substantially quicker. Just buy the damn parts. I don't have to fabricate them. Beautiful. Um, I saw, I saw someone commenting about the rings around planets. For example, uh, Jupiter. Is it Jupiter? Yeah, Jupiter. Which one? The one has rings. Well, technically, uh, Saturn, Saturn has Saturn, the Saturn, rings. Sorry, Saturn. But Jupiter does have rings. Okay, no. just they're not as prominent as Saturn. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, someone just commented like, uh, like, oh, I love the game, but there's only one minor gripe. This work, this guy works at NASA. Rings on the planet are made of ice and dust, so they're only visible in space if the light hits them. And you can see, but in the game, you can see the rings, basically being like a physical thing around the planet. 
So, ah. so, I'll, I'll, so the light actually reflects as just like will be a three D object, you know, uh, which is quite funny, but not important, but funny. I don't know. It has its astronomical inconsistencies and things that don't make any damn sense. Like the one thing that bothers me is if you boost in a ship, okay, um, you boost, you go really fast. But as soon as the boost runs out, your braking thrusters fire and you come back to your original cruising speed. Why is that a thing? Like, I want if I want to turn those braking thrusters off and haul ass, like, right past the fleet of ships and whip around and turn around and pull a Top Gun maneuver on them from behind, and before they even have a chance to completely turn around, I should be able to have that luxury to do it. It's, it's a maneuver I can pull off, and I do very often in Starfield when it comes to ship-to-ship combat. Um, because I have the shield breaker now, so I just, you know, full power to my laser cannons, and I just haul ass at an enemy in a chicken run, and I will have their shields stripped how's, how's, right before how, I get past them. How's the ship-to-ship combat, though? It, it's awesome! Like, you, at first, you can really just destroy ships, which is fine, because you're a low-level pilot, um, which is another, which this, that kind of hints at another gripe I have about this game, but well, I'll get into that after this. Um, but later on, after you've got some skills in, you can pilot bigger ships that can have, handle more weapons firing at one time that can distribute more power around because, again, there's like a level of power distribution in there. The more power you have your weapons, the more ammo they'll either carry in a cycle or the faster they'll recycle, etc., etc. Um, you can put power to your shields and have more power to them for regeneration and stuff. Um, but I always fly around with at least one point in, in, in stow in case I need to throw it in a grav drive and just get the hell out of a combat situation. But I've never, haven't really come across anything like that yet where I've needed to do that. But the, it's nice that you can pilot and have that luxury there. Um, but later on, you can target subsystems on a ship. You can disable their, their engines entirely so that they not only can't jump out of the system, but they can't move. And then you can dock with them, kill everybody on the ship, and then take the damn ship. Versus destroying them, and you get a, a reduced amount of loot. So that is a tip I will give to somebody, That's give cool. to anybody who's wanting to pick this game up is is try to disable the ships later down the road, versus just just, just destroying them because you'll get way more shit out of it. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. That's that, that's a, it's a nice touch. Yeah, I like that stuff like that. Like that actually gives you options how you want to raid the ship. Or just if the, you want to raid the ship, I mean, if you just want to plow through a fleet and nuke it in one pass, like you certainly can if you have the right weaponry and you do it right. Okay, that's cool. I, I, I like that. Uh, the interiors of the ships, granted, they're pretty much like Lego blocks that, that you put together, and they're they're very basic, but uh, they're pretty cool. You can use them as fly as roaming bases. I heard somewhere that uh, so- someone mentioned that the assets don't. Some of them look like they were made in two thousand, you know, seventeen, eighteen era, and some assets are made like in current era. Or something like that, you know. So oh, the fucking the the clicking the the clicking processing noises that have been in Fallout forever, they're all over yeah, that yeah. game, and it doesn't bother me. Well, it's a it's a a signature thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, also, who uh, mm, could Fallout universe be in the same as Starfield? I doubt it. Yeah, kind of doubt the, it. Yeah. The dates on when everything happens don't, doesn't line up yeah, at all. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's like it's just a. Simple but it's nice that the hints there. Yeah, hints are there, uh, and there's hints of like Skyrim and Oblivion. There's a there's course. a weapon shop that's named after one of the most famous weapon shops in Oblivion. So you know they they they've put their signatures and their touches all over it, and that's 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 one of the things that I like about it so much is that like 
it's not only that you can tell it's a Bethesda game, it's the fact that they've embraced that it's a Bethesda game, and they've, they're playing to their strengths. And a lot of people are bitching that it's, like, really samey, and it's like, well, it's pretty, it's Skyrim and Fallout 4 in space, and I'm sitting here like, well, duh. Well, yeah, that's kind of, that's the idea I got, I got originally when I heard about the game. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I got out of it too. And it, well, well, it's like it's 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 the Outer Worlds, and it's like well, yeah, that too. But again, you know, this game has been in development a little bit longer than Outer Worlds was, and I can tell because by now I would have been through Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds was a very short game. It was a very good game. I'm not saying it was a bad game. It was a very, very, very good game. But if I compare it to Starfield, I would say Starfield is better. Uh, Outer Worlds had its charm and its wit and its things about it that I liked about it, but that's, you know, what New Vegas was to me. It was Fallout made by somebody else, somebody else's eyes, and it was cool, and that's how I look at look at Outer Worlds. Starfield, same thing. It's, it's, it's Fallout and Skyrim. The same people who made those two games made those systems. They know they work. They build upon them. They improve them for this game. And I applaud that. I can't down that. Well, that's what I like seeing in the industry. Also, if you don't enjoy Starfield, there's also other games that you can play that are space-related. I mean, Jesus Christ, even online. Yeah, there's so many out there. <laughs> Star Citizen, the same one. I mean, sure, it's not the same, but there's, there's options. You know, Like, if you're going to bitch and say it's not Elite Dangerous, then go play Elite Dangerous. If you're going to bitch and say it's not No Man's Sky, then go play No Man's Sky. That's my honest retort to a lot of that stuff. The, the funniest thing that I've seen people bitch about is the fact that there's open sexualities in the game. You can flirt oh, with whoever the hell you damn well please. And I'm like, that's a fucking role-playing game for you, kids. What do you want? God, people lost their shit. Oh, you can select your gender. Him, she, they, or whatever. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, no, you care about your pixel video game pixel gender. Who gives a shit? Play whatever you want. Let people choose. Who gives a shit? Uh, who cares? You don't have to engage with it. It's not forcing you to fucking do it. I, I mean, just don't do the thing. If 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 something, like, it just baffles me. Like, how many other moral decisions have people made in video games and not thought twice about it? Because in most cases, you'll you'll your moral decisions in a video game are reflective of what your moral decisions are in real life. I mean, a lot of people do that with role-playing games. They're putting themselves in the game. That's the point of it, right? Or they're putting a version of themselves or a version of something they think of themselves in a video game, okay? That's the whole point of it. You're not... You know, when it comes to whether you kill, you walk into a village and you slaughter the whole goddamn village or not and walk away from it, okay, that's the same decision in my book as flirting with a, with a fellow male character as a male character. You can choose to walk into that village and slaughter the whole goddamn place, loot the place, and walk out just as well as you can choose to or to not flirt with said character. It's the same thing. Stop freaking out about it. Yeah, I just don't understand why people are losing this shit. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's literally false outrage. Yeah, or they know they will generate some sort of um, attention. Oh, let me rage bait. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing that I'm getting tired of seeing these days. Why? What, what do you get out of that? Rage baiting people. So what? <laughs> so what? You got differences of opinions. People, fuck. Who cares? People's the, the this is the YouTubers, the YouTube channels that it it it's dying, and they're just like a loving member of me. I'm not dead yet. Just self-centered. Basically, that. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, it's, it, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't, and I don't see, I don't understand why, I, I understand why there's hate for the game, but I don't understand it at the same time, because it's, I, it's so much false expectations, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, like, looks at something and goes, oh, this is the next best thing, and, like, that's the expectation they go in with things, <sighs> like, 
I think everybody has too high expectations yeah, sometimes. these days. Sometimes you have to remember it's just a video game. You know, like it is. It really is. It's just pixels, kids. Yeah, it's, it's just, just pixels. Just treat it as a video game. It'll bro, your expectations will not be shattered. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what you're going into, and so enjoy it. Don't like yeah, it? Play you, a different like, game. I've played Bethesda products for probably longer than some people who are bitching about Starfield have been alive. Well, for example, me. I, just like those before me who played EA games longer than I have been alive. Yeah, for example, me. I don't play Bethesda games, but I'm not gonna fucking go and say, oh, this is fucking shit, <laughs> you know. It's a goddamn, it's such fucking, it's, I, it's glitchy, weird, jank yeah, trash I, sometimes. Yeah, I do it's not enjoy, yeah, I do not enjoy their games from what I, like, played so far I'm like okay this is not for me but that's it you know move on <laughs> there's other games that deserve my attention it's and that's fine yeah I don't need to write a five page dissertation exactly on, on the review page as to why I mean I just go on there but like wasn't my cup of tea three out of five bye at least they tried <laughs> yeah and there's a lot but I honestly think you'd you'd find some enjoyment out of it like it, I mean as far even where the even just in the shooting and everything just because the shooting's pretty solid too um I will say this I really kind of wish there was a, a little bit more points that you had at your disposal in order to pick, like, perks. Because the game really doesn't open up that much until you get, like, fucking level 30 almost, and you've got a good amount of perks. Um, that's that's a big gripe that I have about it. Um, because there's been some cases where I've been so tempted in order to just hit player set AV and put up the perks that I, I really honestly think I should have right now or should be able to get access to in order to to open up the game and make it a little bit more enjoyable to me, so I've, I've resisted that temptation. Um, really, money cheats are unnecessary. The game throws money at you. You just got to know how to spend it and know how to sell your stuff in order to make it. It's not that hard in order to make money in this game. Um, so, I mean, it, and I applaud that. It's not as much grind as what most RPGs are. It's just a lot of, you know... If you want to just blaze through a mission, you can. You can pretty much just fast travel through everything. But if you want to do it right and you want to, you know, role play traditionally and actually run back to your ship and get in and, you know, go through the door, climb up through the hall and go through the hallways down to your cockpit, sit down in the cockpit, fire up all the weapons, all the engine systems, take off, get into orbit, set your course and, you know, do your jump, your, your, your grav jump, go into orbit, find your target location and then set down. You can do that. And it, there's a lot of flexibility to this game. And that's that's why I applaud it. There are times where I want to do just that. I want to role play as the star pilot. There are times where I'm just, you know, usually when my wife is sitting there with me and we want to just kind of go through the story a little bit. I'll fast travel through a lot of stuff in order to save on that. I love that it gives me that option to do it. And, and, and this is weird for me to praise. For me, me to fucking praise the Bethesda product. This is fucking weird. <laughs> How dare you? I know. Who am I? Desperate. Maybe it's because deep down inside, I kind of want to. I kind of want to <coughs> do some work on it. So hey, you know what's up? What's up with this? What was yeah, that? Well, you want to sponsor this podcast? Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what up with this? Hit your boy up. Hit your boy up. All right, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I guess. Just ask around. Ask around your kids. How's all those girls doing, in Bethesda? Oh, well, but no, I mean, I'm being 100%. I'm even, and I'm, I'm being serious. So it's not even about any of that. I mean, if they would offer me the order to work on it, I'd take it at a fucking heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Um, provided I'd be allowed to. But that being said, but again, even if I take that element out of it, it's still a damn good game. I, I give it credit where credit's due. It's earned that four and a half stars out of it, It's earned that four stars out of me. Completely. 
when it gets a little bit better down the road and it sees some more improvements on some things that I think it has some shortcomings on, I, it'll probably move up to a four and a half out of five. It'll be the same way as Skyrim was. It'll be the same way as Fallout 4 was because that's what it is. Makes sense. Um, anything else? Cue up the elevator music. The outro's coming soon. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the outro. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I guess I can since uh, you did the did the did the uh, half baked oh, intro. Uh, half baked, not even half baked. It was fucking garbage, but that's okay. <laughs> it was mixed in the bowl and left on the counter and forgotten about. Yeah, while well, I was eating ice cream at the same time. <laughs> Fair enough. I literally physically uh, went to the uh, free fridge and got some ice cream. So yeah. Oh my man. Try to stay cool out there, for the love of God. Um, you know, do the do the ice bucket trick if you have to. Oh God! Imagine though. Just make you an air conditioner out of some ice. Yeah. Get creative. Cause uh, uh, I'm more I'm more worried about my cat that he doesn't overheat. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's always the worst one. Our cats don't don't do too well with the heat. And so. our it is very fluffy. Mm, yeah. Yep. I got a Chonkers who's probably yeah he la- he lounges around in plastic all day because it's the only cool surface he can lay his fat ass down on and it doesn't cook him alive. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll stop bitching about our local temperature issues. We've done this three it's times. It's almost done. Now. It's it, it's tomorrow should be fine. It not should oh. be fucking. Oh. Anyway, I hope so. I hope you can go outside without frying in the air. It's mostly inside that gets the pro- is the problem. Well, hopefully nobody dies or fries come tomorrow. Well, it'll be a different day come tomorrow if the windows releases. So um, tomorrow being Monday. <laughs> if, you're li- <laughs> if you're listening to this, we, we survived. Somebody's going to be listening to this in the middle of winter and be like, why would it be so hot tomorrow? I don't get <laughs> Well, I do hope they, they check the date. <laughs> now it makes sense. No, it so makes sense, anyway. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening through to the very end. For those that have, uh, hats off to you. Uh, thank you for supporting the Patreon. If anybody who supports the Patreon made it to this point as well, we thank you guys for your support. Uh, we've always loved you for your support over the years. Please keep it coming. If you know anybody else who would be interested in our content, please feel free in order to share it amongst them. Also, like and subscribe, share the link around, and all that other self-promotional jazz. <laughs> and we are out of here. Thank you.